Trapped in the attic, trapped in the attic, trapped in the attic for seven days. Trapped in the attic, trapped in the attic, oh help me. Hey everyone, welcome back to Trapped in the Attic. It's me, Latifah. I don't know, who else would it be? <laughs> um, it's the 17th of March. It's still 2020. Will it still be 2020 when I get out of here? Who knows at this rate? <laughs> so, today has been an interesting day. I say that every single day. It's because every day is interesting. Um, but I thought when I woke up this morning, I could feel, personally, I felt a bit lower. I felt a bit more kind of meh. The weather, I think, has been reflecting maybe the state of a lot of people. The state of the nation. Everyone is worried and scared and fearful and panicking. Um, but I'm doing this, well, I'm doing this for a couple of reasons. One of them is definitely just to try and bring a bit of a light-hearted aspect to the situation because it is going to be okay, guys. I just want you to know that. It is going to be fine. So, yeah, welcome back. So we start off, as usual, with uh, what's going on with the coronavirus today. But today is a little bit special because, uh, I don't know about you, but I'm a little bit tired of watching the news, reading the news, hearing government people say things so i was like i would actually be quite interested to know how people like you and me are dealing with this and what's going on in other parts of the country other parts of the world so what i've done is i've got in touch with some people and we're gonna have a bird's eye view that is incorrect uh a cross section no uh Oh, like a fish eye lens? No. Do you know what I mean? People themselves are going to tell us what it's like. <laughs> people on the ground. Oh my gosh, my brain. I... Uh, we're going to hear from people firsthand. There we go. Uh, what it's like where they are. So that's going to be really interesting. And I'm very interested to hear how everybody else is getting on. So that's what we're gonna do so uh, what's going on with the coronavirus in the world today special edition so first up of our lovely people who have let me know how they're doing uh we have abby and joe so Abby and Joe have been travelling in Asia for the last six months. Um, they were due to fly back to the UK some point next week. On their way back over, they landed and spent a little bit of time in Borneo, which is an island in Malaysia. So while they were there, they were told that Malaysia was shutting its borders, it was shutting up shop. And all of a sudden, they have 24 hours to get out of there, basically. But obviously, they weren't flying back to the UK for a few days. So they were in a little bit of a palaver. So that's kind of where we're joining them. And uh, Abby's very kindly sent over a little clip just telling us how they're getting on and where they're at. So I'll let her fill in the rest. We'd spent a whole day travelling from one side of uh, Borneo to the other. And it was really tired, looking forward to six nights of relaxing time. And Joe went to brush his teeth before he went to bed and got talking to some other people in the hostel. He said, oh, Malaysia's closing, have you heard? You need to get out. So that meant we had to spend a f until the early hours of the morning 
some time booking flights, changing our original flights. Managed to get a flight to Singapore and got three hours sleep before we had to get up for it. Got through immigration absolutely fine in Borneo. They said, have a lovely day. Brilliant, no worries at all. Got to Singapore, went to go and try and pick up our bags. Oh, absolutely not. You can either... If you want to go and pick up your bags, you've got to spend 14 days in quarantine within Singapore and you have to pay for where you're going to stay. Or you can uh, get deported back to uh, Malaysia. So that was just brilliant. So after that, um, we spent ages trying to change our flight so we could go in today rather than yesterday. We were told you have to spend £1,000 more. We were told that no, you're going to have to be deported back. We were told that if we didn't hurry up, then there was going to be lots more issues. Then all of a sudden they stopped saying that we were going to get deported, which I thought was quite strange until I realised that the last flight back to Malaysia from where we were had gone, so they were no longer able to deport us. So at that point they decided to let us um, stay within the airport. We spent... seven whole hours waiting in immigration being told different lies and absolutely exhausted but eventually we have made it onto a flight to dubai and i will let you know whether we make it back to the uk oh what quite an ordeal is that not just quite the ordeal i mean i thought having to watch one episode of love is blind was was hard enough <laughs> um that definitely sounds worse 100 percent. well thank you for sending that in abby and if you're listening i hope that things are moving along and yeah got your flight to dubai fine and you're gonna get back here eventually i know you will um but guys if you're praying people then just uh pray for abby and joe that they get back safely and without any more shenanigans well that's quite interesting to me hearing that because it sounds like And I think this is the general consensus. Nobody really knows what's going on. I think it's obviously the government's job to govern. (laughs) But there's still people, and maybe everyone... It sounds there anyway, like everyone's still a bit confused and they don't really know what the best course of action to take is. Being in charge of a country... I mean, if you think for yourselves... I mean, I'll speak for myself, I don't want to speak for you. (laughs) But I sometimes find it quite a struggle to know what's best for myself. And I am but one person. So deciding that for an entire country is quite the job. But yeah, unfortunate there that you just got messed around a little bit. Um, but I hope you guys are okay. Yeah, and do let us know if you get back to the UK. Not if, when. You will. You can do it. Stay strong. Don't watch Love is Blind. <laughs> All right, next up we uh, have a report in from the wily outdoors of West Yorkshire. <laughs> um... Um, my mum, my mum, it's my mum. <laughs> so my mum lives in Ilkley, West Yorkshire. If you've never been, it's very quaint. It's nice. It has a Betty's and it's okay. It's quite fancy. It's a fancy place. Uh, wow, I lived there for uh, most of my life and I, I can't muster up more to say than that. <laughs> but yeah, so from Malaysia to Ilkley. Let's see what my mum has to say about what's going on over there. Just a little pre-warning if you're of a sensitive age. She says a naughty word, so be be, 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 be
Tell me again what the vibe is like in Ilkley today at the it's moment. It's weird. Last month it was be kind and this month it's each to your own because they've absolutely bought everything out of Tesco's. It's absolutely shocking. The shelves are empty. There's restock in the night, six o'clock in the morning. They're all queuing and it's gone by eight o'clock in the morning. There's nothing. You can't get any chicken. You can't get toilet roll. Oh, I, go I went to boys. And there's a big shelf of toilet roll. I thought, oh, I'll get one for the shop. So I picked one up, and this woman behind me says, is there a restriction to how many you can have? I said, I don't know. I said, I just need one. And she got her hands, arms, and she shoved the whole lot in her arms. I couldn't believe it. I just looked at her. I mean, I've got some hand sanitizer because of the dogs, you know, because sometimes when you're picking up shite and the bag splits, it's my worst fear <laughs> if I'm on a walk. So I always have some in the car or in my bag. And Grandma and Grandad, I said to Grandma, I said, oh, I've got to stay at home for four months. I said, what are you going to do, Mum? She went, well, we're just out, going out now to the Dales for some lunch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We're have a dri drive out to the countryside for a nice pub and have a nice lunch. I went, all right. I mean, these are the same people that were going to go on a cruise, so. Yeah. I guess, yeah. I guess this is toned I down for them. Yeah, it <laughs> is. She says, oh, your dad's full of cold. What? He's sniffing and he's, he's sneezing, he's coughing. I went, bloody hell, Mum, they won't let you on the boat anyway. I saw something that made me laugh on the internet. It says, I used to cough to hide a fart, but now I fart to hide a cough. <laughs> you know, you fart in a supermarket and you go, oh, yeah, so no one hears it. But now you do it the other way around. You want to cough so you fart so no one can hear you cough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, the classic uh, cough fart cover up. <laughs> yeah, now it's the opposite way around. Now you, fart to hide your now you have to fart to hide your cough. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, love. All right, then. Speak to you later. Bye. 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 <laughs> okay, well, thank you. <laughs> Thank you, thank you, thank you, Ma, for that. Another nugget of wisdom for you there from her. Uh, if you feel like you need to cough and you want to hide it, then just do a, a fart and... <laughs> oh my gosh. I can't. Um, and also it's good to hear my grandparents still being potentially the most rebellious people on planet Earth. But yeah, thank you. Thank you, Abby. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Mother. Really interesting, I think. Hopefully you found it interesting as well, just to hear different perspectives of our world today. If you yourself live somewhere, work somewhere, that you think, oh, it's quite interesting how people are responding here, it'd be a good talking point, then let me know. We'd love to hear how you're getting on. Or if you're in quarantine as well, and just want to share your experience of it, give me a shout. That's today's What's Going On With The, the Coronavirus! In the world today, special edition. So, como estoy? I think that means, how am I in Spanish? I don't know, I don't speak Spanish. I've been trying to learn Spanish. Clearly, it's not going well. <laughs> how am I doing? Thank you for asking. So, today, I've had a, I've been reflecting on my time here. It's obviously day five um, in the trapped attic experience and i've thought well what's changed do you feel like you've changed in, in any way <laughs> uh, and i think i've changed in many ways <laughs> like first of all i'm wearing shorts today 
which I thoroughly enjoy. I actually really like wearing shorts. I don't do it often, but shorts are the best. And if you refer back to yesterday's unnecessary rant, that's why I like wearing shorts, because it just keeps you cooler. Um, And I know it goes against my jeans productivity policy, but I just... It was a shorts day today, okay? So I've really enjoyed wearing shorts today. That's been really great. But um, why am I talking about that? What I was going to say was... um, I found, obviously, I've spent way less money than I normally do because I've been unable to go to shops. Um, Now, I've been known in the past for being quite an impulsive person. And I actually do want to say, I've I've worked very hard on that and I've toned it down a lot, actually. So, um, high five to me from me. But for the most part, uh, I still kind of, if I'm... I'm not a shopper, like I'm really not. I can't describe to you how little of a shopper I am. Like it's uh, it's really not something I enjoy doing, even at the level of it being a necessity. But if I, you know, happen to go into a music shop or if I go to the pound shop in particular, I don't know what it is about everything being a pound that just makes me all of a sudden feel like I need everything in there. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, of course. Of course I need a, a metal back scratcher. Oh, uh, a 42 pack of cotton cotton wool buds? Yeah, of course. Of course I need that. Chuck that in the trolley. Oh, uh, a 50 pack of latex gloves? Yeah, that's <laughs> what I've been looking for this whole time. Chuck that in. And I'll, I find, actually, most of the things in there are more expensive at a pound than they would be at a normal shop. But because you're in this like whirlwind pound world, world... It blinds you. <laughs> oh, so, again, what am I talking about? Yeah, the point is, I, I'm i not really a big spender, but I have moments. But being cooped up here has really tamed that in. So, I suppose that's a, a, a good thing? Yeah. I don't know. I just found it interesting. <laughs> but, how am, I, how am I feeling? How am I doing? Uh, you know, I... I felt I feel a bit weary today. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> One of the things I did today was uh, sort out all the files on my computer. <laughs> and you know when you get to that point that it's it's dire times. <laughs> but on the bright side, like everything's very organised now, which is nice. That's nice. I'm doing okay. I'm doing all right. Still have a cough. Still have a bit coldy, but. You know, it's all gravy. I'm doing well and I'm thankful for that. And you know, it's an interesting time, isn't it? The government is confused. Everyone's confused. I'm confused. But I know someone who isn't confused and that is Jesus. (laughs) I'm laughing, but it's true. God knows everything. And so I just trust in him and trust in his ways and his will. And all will be well. So that's good, isn't it? That's, that's good. Woo! Okay, that's how I'm doing. That's how I'm doing today. Yeah. Okay, it's that time of day, everybody. It's time for Patty's challenge. Um. So yeah, today's challenge uh was interesting actually, and very much in step with her just living to embarrass me. 
<laughs> so yeah, it is. It's, it's been fun actually, and um, with this one, some other people had to get involved unknowingly. So I think this is going to be really interesting and fun. Um, hold on, we haven't done the we haven't done the theme tune yet. Oh, f- oh. Okay. Well, let's let's do it, shall we? Okay. Sing if you know. Oh, here we go. It's Patty's challenge. Oh, here we go. It's Patty's challenge. Oh, here we go. It's Patty's challenge. How will she destroy me today? Hey! If I'm, if I'm, if I'm. <laughs> so, if you listened to yesterday's episode, you'll know that uh, we ended Patty's challenge segment with a mystery. Uh, she asked me truth or dare. I said dare. And then she said, I'll let you know what it is tomorrow. And then I slept and woke up and it was tomorrow. <laughs> so I woke up this morning to a, a voice note, which had it, my challenge wrapped up very nicely in it. Um, and I'll play it to you now. What did you ask me to do, Patty? Good morning, Latifa. Um, oh, you're the first person I'm speaking to. You can tell that. Um, today, I would like you to send a message to most of the people in your contacts and I'm about to send you that message so this challenge today is a send to all goodbye so yeah (laughs) classic party so I'll read you the text message that I had to send to everybody Um, okay here we go hey got a bit of an issue full stop what gets hot sauce out of sofas two question marks just popped downstairs for some lunch had a burrito but dropped it on the sofa and now it's stained pretty bad what should i do can i get away with just turning the cushion over three question marks i'm panicking worse than when i found out i had to self-isolate for seven days (laughs) oh my gosh so um yeah (laughs) <laughs> my initial thoughts with this were that's actually an incredibly believable scenario um, and yeah I can imagine nobody would be surprised by this so I, f- I hesitantly sent it out and the way I did it was I just sent it to like the last 20 people that I spoke to um, on my whatsapp list you know just to keep it just to keep it kosher <laughs> I don't know. maybe I did that just to just to minimise embarrassment. I don't know. <laughs> um, but now I'm going to read to you guys what all the responses were. Um, and there were some great ones in there. So just a bit of context for this as well. Um, if you didn't know, I live with Tim and Ruth in their house. They let me live here. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Hypothetically, I've destroyed somebody's furnishings with my burrito. Um, okay. I think, yeah. That's context, okay. (laughs) Sarah Walker's first response was just, ha ha ha. (laughs) Completely fair. Um, Ben, Ben, Ben Jones just went for a solid, oh bruv, lots of Vs. The burrito letting you down, not cool. (laughs) I would be totally heartbroken if the burrito betrayed me. Hartwig, my friend Hartwig just went, OT, hot sauce doesn't come out easy. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, a few non-hopeful responses. 
But then everyone offered a large array of cleaning advice, which maybe some of you will find this helpful actually. I had a lot of suggestions for not using hot water straight away, which is interesting to me. That would be my first thought. It's like hot water, but apparently not. So for example here, uh, Carrie said, blot off any excess sauce, then make a solution of two cups of cool water and one tablespoon of washing up liquid. That's a legit answer. That sounds very professional. A lot of suggestions for carpet cleaners. Esther suggested carpet cleaner. Uh, Joel suggested I just put it in the washing machine. And by that he meant the whole sofa. <laughs> Lucy, bless her, just said, I have no idea. Get Vanish on it and get it in the washing machine. Uh, Anna, Anna again suggested vanish so like two points for vanish here people are suggesting vanish is the way to go um and then i love this uh, if all else fails maybe turn it over <laughs> oh man brilliant uh ruth mallon to be fair ruth kind of saw straight through me uh the first thing she said was is this a party challenge i said yes then I asked her what her advice would be anyway and she said throw your hands in the air and run around the room screaming panic at the top of your voice the main panic being that the Cholula sauce has been wasted. <laughs> um, Tim just said no idea. So, that's... Thanks, Tim. <laughs> um, Becky, bless... <laughs> so, Becky said, ha ha ha, I won't lie, I was expecting a medical question. Fabric stain remover, maybe. Again, no one at all, apart from Ruth, questioning this situation. In the last 20 people that I spoke to today, Ruth Rogers is one of them. So if you remember, Ruth owns this house. <laughs> um, and this is nice. This is nice, actually. This is uplifting. She said, try warm water and a cloth and just dab it carefully. If that doesn't work, I'll come down and try something else. Isn't that great? I just think that's wonderful. You're great, Ruth. <laughs> I think most people would <laughs> be like, excuse me, what? I told her later that it was a party challenge. I think it'd be super bold for me to text the person whose thing I destroyed being like, do you think I can get away with turning it over? <laughs> like a, a vast array of responses. Ellie said to me that um, she read somewhere that hot sauce has the same chemical makeup as when you get jellyfish thing, so urine is meant to get the stain out. Of course, bleach it after though. I don't think the people you live with will appreciate their sofa smelling like we. <laughs> so maybe I'll end with this gem from Sarah Walker, which I think we can all take with us. And that is, uh, white wine gets rid of red wine. Maybe mayonnaise gets rid of hot sauce. <laughs> ah. So thanks, guys. Uh, I think <laughs> this has been really good responses. Um, like even Naomi offered to come here and drop off some carpet cleaner. <laughs> so you're all great thank you that actually ha i say ha patty you tried to embarrass me but everyone was just really nice and supportive so try better next time <laughs> actually please don't please don't try it's good how it is thank you so that's today's party challenge and i normally at this point i tell you what it is for tomorrow but she told me that she can't tell me because i need to not know for it to work so i don't actually know guys we'll only find out tomorrow what tomorrow's party's challenge is um which means she's conjured up something extra special <laughs> oh my gosh but um yeah that's today's party's challenge party challenge
Right, let's sing ourselves out. Oh, here we go. It's Patty's Challenge. Oh, here we go. It's Patty's Challenge. Oh, here we go. It's Patty's Challenge. How will she destroy me today? Woo! Oh, all right, guys, it's time for me to chew your ear off about something you probably care very little about, but because you're here anyway, I'm going to talk to you about it endlessly until I stop. It's unnecessary rant time. So the subject of today's unnecessary rant is something that many hundreds, thousands, nay, millions of people hold in high esteem. This particular film legacy has spanned decades, a lifetime, and as a nation we hold the titular character in high esteem to the point where at the opening ceremony for the London 2012 Olympics, he was involved. And it's not Mr Bean, (laughs) it's James Bond. If I do it like that, I don't think I'll get copyright claimed. (laughs) So, the title of today's Unnecessary Rant is that Pierce Brosnan is my favourite James Bond. Now, I've received a lot of stick for this, <laughs> and I understand why. I understand. I'm not insane in that capacity. Like, I'm not... I'm not... <laughs> it's funny, I can't say I'm not insane because I feel it right now. <laughs> but I'm not insane. I understand why that doesn't seem to make sense to you. If you've ever seen these particular James Bonds but let me explain to you why he's my favorite and hopefully you can understand and you can see why I feel the way I feel about Piers Brosnan and his James Bondness. so when I was born the year was 1993 and at this particular time in history James Bond had taken a small hiatus um, with the last James Bond being Timothy Dalton uh, in A License to Kill and that was in 1989 So there's a good six years gap between that and the next James Bond, which was Goldeneye, which came out in 1995. The first memory I have of a James Bond film is Tomorrow Never Dies, which came out in 97. I don't think I watched it when it came out, because I would have been four. But nonetheless, it's my first memory. So with all things like this, the first experience you have of something normally gets a foothold into being your favourite thing, whether it's good or not. (laughs) So that's one reason why Pierce Brosnan is my favourite, because he's who I know as James Bond. He's the man. Now, the films as films is a different question. (laughs) They are vastly different from the films from the 60s and very different from the films like in the Daniel Craig era. Those films are actually, uh, well, some of them are actually decent films cinematically um screenwritingly uh, not mentioning not mentioning quantum of solid i just think that the ones that pierce brosnan did they just stand out they're nothing like anything else you know they're just their own weird cheesy situationness of innuendos and and stuff going on <laughs> and like the older i got and then i rewatched them i'd hear lines and i'd be like whoa that's 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 cheeky. <laughs> it's an appropriate James. Be a gentleman, honestly. I just love them because they were not good, if I'm honest. It's just action. It's action, 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 action. 
It's like if it was a gospel, it would be the gospel of Mark. It's just something happens, something happens, something happens. Another thing, another thing. All right, riddle me this. When you sit down to watch James Bond in your mind, what are you picturing? What do you want to see? Do you want drama? Do you want good dialogue? Do you want like an actually flowing storyline that links between films? No! You want cheap action, big explosions, <laughs> horrific acting, and storylines that make absolutely no sense. Am I right? Am I right? Oh, am I right? Or am I right? <laughs> On top of that, I think Pierce Brosnan may have peaked when he did James Bond, if we're all being honest with ourselves. What did he even do after that? Nothing worth anything. I'll tell you that for free. And this is my main point now. I said that Pierce Brosnan is my favourite James Bond. Did I say... Pierce Brosnan is the best James Bond. No, I didn't. So that's my defence for anyone who's angry about what I've said. Because sometimes your favourite thing isn't the best thing. And that's okay. Because everything deserves to be someone's favourite thing. And that is why I stand up for Pierce Brosnan. He's probably sat at home now, somewhere in Ireland, thinking, ah, no one, no one... No one likes my James Bond. No one... <laughs> I'm no one's favourite James Bond. You're my favourite, Pierce. You're my favourite, man. Okay. <laughs> and that's that's what I have to say about that. So, thank you, okay, thank you for listening to this. I've actually inspired myself a bit, and I'm going to watch Tomorrow Never Dies tonight, I think. What a film. I'd, I'd recommend it. Only if you're of age, though. Don't don't watch it if you if you're not. <laughs> Oh, goodness. So, there we are, guys. Day 5, 17th of March, 2020. Oh, it's been a it's been a wild journey. And we have many days to go. <laughs> I have really appreciated the feedback I'm getting and people saying they're enjoying hearing me slowly go insane. And that's good to know. <laughs> Um, but honestly uh, it's been great for me to have something to do and if you are finding yourself stuck behind closed doors get yourself a project trust me it'll save you it'll save you for sure but uh, remember that we're all in this together together. (coughs) that's too much movement we're all in this together, so let's be here for each other. Keep praying if you're a prayer, and if you're not a prayer, why not have a go? Do just message me, give me a call, give me a bell. I've also put this on YouTube for people who don't have access to podcast things. So if you want links to that, let me know. As always, if you've got any challenge ideas, let me know. <laughs> And if you also have any prayer requests, I've got a lot of time. I'm spending bits of it praying, so let me know. I'd love to pray for you. I'll leave you tonight with a bit of wisdom that I've never forgot. And that is that there is no I in team, but there is an I in pie. So, (laughs) okay, guys, I love you all. Stay safe, be blessed, and I'll see you tomorrow. Trapped in the attic, trapped in the attic, trapped in the attic for seven days. Trapped in the attic, trapped in the attic, oh help me.